Okay, let's get to it. Yesterday's daf was daf. Samach talit today's samach. Hey, we'll do a review of yesterday's. Let's get to today's. We have a minor learning. Should be a schos for for shleima, for Yitzchak ben Rezel, for Yisrael Baruch ben Chaya and Adas Basronya, Moshe Ari ben Alisa, Michal Aviva, Bas Yehudis, Amy Basvara, Sarah Bas Yechved, and Leiloi Nishmas. Rafal Dov Ben Eliezer Chaim. I said it. Okay. I think I got it. Okay. Um, and with that, let's start our review at the bottom of the page, four lines down, four lines from the bottom on Daf Samachim. <laughs> um, so we talked about a um, very interesting concept. It's called the, the floating rat. Okay. Dead rat. Floating drowned rat. Um, which is an interesting thing that when it comes to Tumah Sheretz, there's a special halacha that, um, in, in, um, that when it's floating, it does not convey Tumah, or when in cases of doubt. Um, I'm not sure if you touched it or not. Um, there was a machlokas, there's a machlokas. Tanakam's opinion is, is that that is not only true when it's like in a mikvah, but it's even true in a vessel that maybe didn't touch the walls of the vessel. And um, uh, Rabbi Shimon says, no, 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 in a keli it will be tame, but in, on, on the ground, somebody, uh, not sure if you but touched it, will be tar. And the reason of the Tanakama is uh, based on the Pasuk. Pasuk says, and then it says, uh, so which one is it? If you definitely touch it, you're tummy. If it's a suffix, you're a tar. Period. So this is a case of suffix um, when it's floating. So therefore, you're tar. Okay. It's a dead fish. Fish is not the metame when it's dead. Other sea life octopus? No, it's only the only. Uh, it's uh, unique to specific species. Um, no, I'm saying the Nevela, even the Nevela is not the. Uh, Nevela be metmea is conveyed to ma. Nevela be metora conveys to ma. But the animals and the fish and the sea, we don't have that concept altogether. So it's, it's not. It doesn't convey to ma, as far as I know. As far as I know. Yeah. So dead fish is, is, is fine. Yeah. Eat it, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, besides for the fact that, you know, when it comes to fish, so it's like a, their death is, is as if they were slaughtered and fit for eating, you know, so like there is no, like, there is no slaughtering when it comes to fish, so there's like, it just needs to be dead, so. So, so like, whether it's a net or a hook or whatever, how you harvest the fish, it's still kosher, it's kosher to eat. Right. It's a kosher fish, Right. Even the fish have blood, it's not an issue. Even the blood is not a right. um, Anyway, live fish? Huh? You, you can't eat live fish for different reasons, because it's about to shock too. It's a different, different issue. Um, anyway, so no goldfish eating contest. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. That's a violation of no high laws? What? I guess that is a violation of no high laws. Potentially. Potentially. What? Aver Minachai is one of them, but it's not really, it's uh, not Aver, it's the entire living animal, but yeah, it's pretty, anyway. All right, on that note, let's continue, okay. Um, uh, you know, you could make these jokes during a fast day, but it, it's helpful, but not, not today. All right. 
Anyway, so that's the um, um, that's the sheet of Tanakama of Reb Shimon. It says that it's from the pasuk of Achmayim, um, and then it says Yitma. So that's we are only in a scenario of a Mayan, which is on the ground, is that uh, definite Tuma. Um, and therefore, when it's floating in a vessel, the vessel is assumedly tummy, but on the ground, um, and you might have touched it, you could assume tohor. Now, um, then we talked about that, uh, you know, that the extension of this is that anything that's picked up and, and dragged, and the question is whether they touch something or not, well, that's not the same as uh, floating, and therefore the suffix is tummy. Um, and uh, if it's if it's nizrak uh, thrown in the air, and you're not sure if it touched a, a vessel or something, then it'll be tar. And the notable exception, of course, is kseisman a mace or mala mace or any kind of thing that the tuma is not just where it is, but it also could, it's above or and below. Um, then that that rule does not apply. So Rambam Chama asked a string of questions. What if you have a mace in a vessel, but the vessel is floating on the water? So how do you look at it? Do you go by the vessel? Do you go by the base? Um, um, and if you assume that you're going by the vessel over there, so then what if the uh, the mace is on the sheretz? So do, do you, you know, the sheretz is Tumas Erev, um, the mace is Tumas Shiva, so maybe it's like it's in a vessel, um, or um, or maybe it's 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 one big thing that's tummy, so it's, it's you know it'll be and, and it's different. Um, and if you can assume that it's like in a vessel there as well, so what if you have a um, a sheraton or navela, um, and the navela is floating? What about that? Um, do you say that they're both Thomas Erev? Maybe. Um, uh, so it's like one big tuma, or maybe it's it, each uh, it, it, it's uh, the different shurim. One's kazayis, one's a kadosha, so it's different. And then you could even ask on sheretz on gavay sheretz. Uh, maybe it's for sure the same shear, but it's a separate item, so maybe not. And even sheretz on gavay sheretz, it might be separate, and therefore maybe you would consider it like it's in a vessel. Um, so, uh, so what about sheretz on nevela that was, where the nevela lost its form? Do you say that maybe it's like a mashke and that's also like floating, or maybe it's ochel, and then you could talk about shechavasera. Um, after it leaves the body, it might be considered solid because it dries up, um, um, and it, and also mechatas. Even that is a little bit thicker because it's mixed with the ashes. So. Um, and those were all sveikos that we remain with the takeover. Brings us to the Amad base. Um, we uh, saw of Amnuna talking about a Nazir Nosa Pesach. Okay, there went over <laughs> Hebra to home, which we know that that uh, um, there's a special leniency as it applies to a Nazir Nosa Pesach. But this is a little bit different because here we're talking about where they were already tame, and this is their seventh day of, uh, of where they're about to become pure, and um, and that was the discussion. So what's Allah? So, um, so, um, so basically, the idea is, is that the Thomas Atom is not strong enough to. Um, um, to to basically make you have to start over again. So the question is, Rav asks, is that that might make sense? But didn't we see in the Mishnah that 
that if you are already tame, then you'll still be assumed to be continued to be tame. The cheskas tame tame and cheskas tor tor. So over here, they're still tame. So is that the same thing? So he says, look, by nazir, you'd be right because he needs the glacha still. So he's there's an action needed to purify. Uh, but by the but but uh, um, so he says, yeah, I know. I know it's a pesach. You don't even need anything. So therefore. I agree to that. So it's kind of like it would be split. In other words, if it's a Nazir, so then the should be that you're still Tame, because uh, Cheska is Tame Tame. Um, but whereas by the Osa Pesach, he's nothing more to do once you sprinkled yourself on the seventh day, so therefore you'll be Tor. So Abay says, wait a second, but he's still Tame till Herif Shemesh. So on that, Rav told Abay, yeah, but that, that's nothing. Why? Because you're right, he's coming right now, but Erev Shemesh happens by itself. He doesn't need any action on his part, so we look at him as if he's already Tohar. Okay, that's the idea. Um, and Abai himself used that logic later because he accepted it as a, as a, a fundamental distinction be, between something when you've got to do something to purify yourself or it, it's passively going to occur and makes the difference. And we, we applied it to the halacha as it applies to the carbon of Yuladas. So basically, Yuladas, woman gives birth after every birth, whether it's stillborn or uh, a stillborn, as long as the body's been formed enough, um, the Allah is, is that it's basically going to um, convey, after they 40 pretty much, it will make the person have a, a woman, a dinner of Yuladas, which has to bring the special kinem, the kine Yuladas. Okay. Now, um, we do have a concept that there there are multiple miscarriages before she was able to bring the first carbon. She had already a miscarriage for a second one, so then it's only chayvim one carbon. So in other words, practical practically, the means is is that uh, you know, if, let's say the fetus was not knowable whether it was male or female, it was very early on. So the halach is is that uh, the tumor would be conveyed. Um, you assume that Cambridge and carbon till day eighty one basically. Um, so if any period of time, she, about from after her first birth, she had a miscarriage, and it was after 40 days of, uh, you know, so it was informed enough child to have its own chiv of a, of a leda, but then, since after all, she couldn't yet bring her first carbon, so she'll bring that carbon. And that's not only true if it's two, but even if it's three, where the third one is actually in the same time frame of the second, but not in the same time frame of the first, it also, they won't bring a korban, uh, a separate korban. One korban would suffice for everything. That's, the, that's what the Gemara is saying. Um, What's the 40 days? Is that from conception? Or from... 40 days from conception is how long it takes till the baby will be formed enough to be considered a baby. Up until that point, it's not even a formed baby. And the woman's going to know that? Yeah. You can figure it out. I mean, I'll talk to the doctors. They'll tell you exactly. There's a time of ovulation. We know that when, when uh, you know, how do the doctors figure out what month you're in? They, they, they have it down. They, they figure out from there, from when the last period was, and they know what the typical ovulation is, 14 days later, etc. So uh, that's their... The math that they do. Yeah, they absolutely had that that just as accurate information. Um, Still not exact. What? Still not exact. It's not perfect, but I think they they were better. Almost by a couple of weeks, but 
Yeah, but they they also do better. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, 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 they were pretty good at it. They were very good at it. Yeah. Okay, anyway. So if you have a miscarriage before the 40 days, it's not... It doesn't, have a, it doesn't no mean have a dinner. Like, no carbon or anything, right, exactly. Just, anyway, the point being just is... Just neither, that's it. Right. So um, that's the... And we quote a puzzle to that effect. So Rav Kahana said... Uh, <laughs> um, uh, there's a difference when it's uh, the korban. You need the korban, so that. Uh, so the Gemara says, but what about the hair of Shemesh? Don't you also need the hair of Shemesh? And that's where Abayi pl- borrowed the same term, the same logic of Rava, and says, yeah, but that doesn't count because hair of Shemesh is Shimshem and Meila Arva. It happens by itself. It's automatic, so therefore it's nothing. Uh, it's not considered uh, missing something. Um, and you're already considered fit to bring the korban already. Um, and that's the and that's the story. All right. So a question: If somebody is a korban pesach, I mean, can they count? I mean, the guy has to go on erev pesach. He has to go to the mikvah, and he goes in the morning to the mikvah. Can he participate in the korban pesach later on? Yes. You think? Yes. Because the big discussion. I remember that was a big discussion over there when we studied. Well, that that's the point. He wasn't able to bring the carbon, but the, since he was able to be included, but they could include him by the night it. when they're going to eat it, it's already hair of shemesh. That was because the discussion. That's how it stuck in my head. I hope I'm right. Okay. All right. Let's stop over.